There's something pretty evocative about that song, for sure. From the album Ironbark, Vicky Thorne there with Take Me to Town. She joins me on the line now from the bizarre location of Arthur River in the southwest. Have you got us on your ears there, Vicky? I've got you. I can oh, hear you. Great. I can hear my anguish in that song too. I can hear your anguish in that song. What? I mean, obviously, it's all in the lyrics, but give us a rundown. What's What's that song about? Um, I was living in a real isolated part of Utah for quite a few years, and uh, I think it was. I got a real sense of of well, a lot of things, but the isolation and the loneliness but also the beauty that comes of that and the sense of community the people around there you know that we're all in it together and you band together and um and also i was just sort of feeling really annoyed at my husband that we were living so far out of anywhere and he never ever took me out for dinner (laughs) (laughs) well and now in my protest i used to like get up i I love buying vintage dresses, so I used to buy them from the local op shop and like wear them out in the fields to change the pipes and put a put a dress on and beautify the place. Anyway, sure. I guess there's a, a lot of male energy around your place, and uh, you just wanted to throw in a bit of feminine. Yeah, I wanted to pretty up the wild places. And um, with that in mind, I mean, last time I saw you guys was January, coming off the back of that beautiful tour through the southwest, and then you were packing your bags and heading back to your uh, mountain lions and coyotes, uh, and then, of course, the big one come along and knocked us on our backsides, and now you hunker down in the deep south. Yeah, and aren't, aren't I glad we did? Yeah. It's just gorgeous. I thought you might be staying down down there for a while will too we might have seen you around a bit more well i was i was aiming to but you know everybody's plans kind of went out the window um and with that in mind like like i said last time i saw you guys was in january right in the mix of that all that bushfire business and i remember you guys had sort of like three gigs in two days and went from albany to margaret river and then Fremantle and mundaring and it was all right in the heart of that that business when <laughs> Various members of your band had their houses on the line, literally on the front line. Yeah, yeah, Josh, that's right. Josh and uh, Dave in the Waif um, were, were on stage that night at the fire benefit gig and in Fremantle the night before as the fire was encroaching around their properties, you know, and uh, so they, they were amazing, you know. They said there's nothing else that they would rather be doing there's nothing else that they could be doing at that point than getting on and you know playing a benefit gig for the people that had already been affected in those towns and some of the the money from those gigs went directly to their towns and people in those areas um some of the wildlife funds in around cabago and candle uh not, yeah cabago and candle yeah, that Dave personally knew the people running those wildlife shelters and things like that. But but fortunately, both their houses were, were all right. I know Josh was just in this tiny strip of, you know, 100 acres that didn't burn through. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, all that, that was that was sort of one, one thing to focus on. And like you say, that was a lot of business going on around there. And then, and then this happened, and uh, so the waves after that had a tour booked well, we had East Coast Roots and Blues over in Byron Bay. Yeah. 
and uh, and then we had a tour of of the states booked actually straight after that we were flying out on the Monday. Wow! Yeah. So it was really close that whole uh, that literally on the wire you were about to take off. I was going home. Uh, well, I was going back to Utah for two weeks and then flying back to Australia. And part of the reason we didn't get on the plane is we were my family and I were driving to Perth. And I said, "Hey, listen, if I jump on this plane today, you know, I might not be able to come back to do this big East Coast Blues Festival, or I'll come back, but I'll get stuck here." And it turns out I, I would have. Yeah. You know? So we thought, let's just let's just hunker down. The world just seems a little crazy right now, and we don't know what's going on. So let's not get on a plane and fly across the world. <laughs> and what a good choice that was. So in amongst all your isolation down in your salmon country, um, news has come to light, obviously, that you've you've got a new project together, Vicky Thorne and the Red Tails. And I've had a, a bit of a listen to some of that stuff, and it's stunning. So, And you've got some gigs coming up, which we'll talk about in a, in a minute. But um, how did that come about? What You just went next door, meet your neighbours, grabbed a guitar, and wrote some songs. Yeah, well, we're all on little bush properties down there, and um, you know, I, I sort of knew Simon, Simon and Tammy, husband and wife, and that they play around Albany. I've known Simon since I was a kid, um, and so yeah, during the COVID thing, um, you know, we could visit each other and just go sit on on the porch, and we started playing music. Cause they got four little boys, and just jamming to get through, and. <laughs> It was it was great. The singing was very cathartic for me and for them too. I think just singing these big three part harmonies. They're wonderful songwriters, and so it's really fun for me actually because in the waist I sing a lot of very high harmonies, but in in this outfit I'm the low harmony singer, and it's quite challenging for wow. me vocally, which which I enjoy. Right, I enjoy that. And um. Okay, so you guys are going to be on the road. We'll talk about that in just in just a tick. But I wanted to talk to you about the muse, which is what I talk to about anyone I get in the hot seat here in the studio, or you know, even a, a chat over a guitar. When does it come? You know, you hear people talking about, like, uh, you know, I don't own this song. Someone says, "Where did you get the inspiration for this song?" And they say, "Well, I just it just came through me." And uh, you know, you have to practice six hours a day to be ready for when the muse suddenly arrives <laughs> on your doorstep. When does the muse grab hold of Vicky Thorne? Is it in the caravan while she's making coffee at quarter past eight in the morning? A muse? Is that what you're saying? Is it the word muse? Yeah, M-U-S-E. When does the inspiration, when do you suddenly go, I've got to reach for that old Epiphone guitar and write a song? Uh, gee, did you say I had to practice six hours? I'm supposed to be practicing six <laughs> hours a day to get that muse because I've never done that before. No, I wasn't. I wasn't meaning you know anyone particularly, but I have read interviews with people who say you know I will diligently practice six hours a day because I have to be ready when the muse takes me. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's probably it's probably a good a good uh, thing um, for me. You know, for years I just it was something I would try and chase down because I wanted it so bad. I wanted a song so bad, but then I learnt to let go of that. Stop chasing songs and. <sighs> Just, just sort of be open, be open to what's going around you, to be open to the stories, be open to random phrasing you hear people say. And this is actually a pretty new thing for me to to go through life sort of as if there's a song 
anywhere at any moment. And for me right now, it's coming from little phrases I read or someone says. Yeah. My kids actually are great for that because they just say, you know, these these great little one-liners. I'm like, gee, that's got great rhythm to it, you know? What was my husband talking about the other day? The cost of comparison. You know, just like a uh, alliteration might sense, uh, might set something off for me right yeah. now. But, but generally, it's like it's hang, something changes in my day. When I wake up, I sort of have this physical, I mean, an intangible feeling, but something physical happens where... Like there's a song around. I just you know, right. you know there's something there's something there, and it's around, and it's coming. It's coming that day, or it's coming in the next few days. It's just it's a really cool feeling. It's like a little knowing. It's a spirit. Something's different about today, and and at that point, I don't even know what it is. You know, I don't know what it's going to sound like or what I'm writing about. At that point, it's just sort of this unnamed thing in the room with me. I think Claire Bowditch wrote it about it actually in her memoir. She put it, I, I wish I, I could quote her, but she put it really succinctly. Anyway, that's a, that that, that's, is, sort of, that's a fun day when that happens. That's and a gorgeous description. It's fortunately been happening a lot for me during COVID. It's been really good. Yeah, right. So, that, that is such a, a really gorgeous description of, of what I what I, the question I asked. It really does describe it perfectly. I remember being at dinner with a friend of mine who's a writer and, and she says she gets so many lines from her husband and she just listens out for him. And while we were there having dinner, he was describing forestry workers of the old days and he said, you know, these guys, they have necks as thick as the trees their grandfathers used to fell. And uh, while while he said that, you know, I looked around to see who was reaching for their pen, and she grabbed it and she went, "I'm writing that one down uh, because that's going to feature in my next work." It's like you grab <laughs> grab every opportunity. Uh, that's that's a beautiful description. Thanks for that. Um, now, just there's, there's different. There's sorry, well, there's different approaches though. You know, because uh, I've been doing Josh has been doing this song club where you, you just get a random prompt. And, and that's more of a, you know, a practice art yeah. to write something. Um, and you still get good songs that way, but it's very different to coming across a story that exists in the world or giving voice to a story. Giving voice. Because it comes to you, yeah. Um, yeah, Tanya Ransom's a member of that, that uh, songwriting club where she's given a, a subject uh, and she's oh, yeah. off and running. So I think that's... I haven't quite got the patience to get on, on that train. I want to... Um, before I let you go, I want to firstly uh, plug um, the gigs for Vicky Thorne and the Red Tails because we've got a bit of an audience listening in from the southwest in Margaret River and as the, the curtains come up a little bit and gigs are returning to stages around WA at least, you're playing the River Hotel, which is an amazing venue, uh, on the 31st of July. So, Oh, yeah. <laughs> you'd forgotten. <laughs> I think it is that date, isn't it? <laughs> and then Saturday, 1st of August, uh, East Frio, the Duke of George. So two gigs. They'll be well attended, no doubt at all. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. We, we've done a couple of house concerts, really small house concerts. Um, but it turns out Ben Friends, who plays the yeah. waste, he's been, in, he's been in Perth the whole time. So I said, oh, Ben, you're still going to be here. We have to get a gig in because he actually lives in Melbourne, but he's, he's stayed over WA. Right. And so I'm really 
I'm really excited. I mean, I'm really excited for the wave to get back. We're trying to get Josh over here so we can write, but awesome. you know, he, he's, he can't do that right now. But, um, yeah, I'm excited to do some gigs with Simon and Tammy. It's really, really yeah, fun stuff. Yeah, now, again, before I let you go, I'm just going back a minute to um, to you talking about being, uh, you know, the, the song in the air and giving life to a story. Y- you wrote a song which, I, th- you know, every time I hear it, I just think it's one of the most evocative songs uh, that literally was ever written. And I'm talking about Bridal Train, of course, which you won in 2006. You won the USA Songwriting Competition for that. It did. It did. Wow. And did you, you won something in Australia, didn't you? Because didn't you get a guitar from somebody? Uh, yeah, I think I won a guitar. <laughs> I didn't write it on that. No, I'd already written it by that. Yeah. But anyway, look, I want to... This is a song which I think is such a fantastic example of giving life to a story. And um, it's the story of your grandmother, is it not? Yes, it's the story of, um, well, she was a war bride. I think it's really the story of, you know, a part, something that happened in Australian history and, and of young mothers and their relationship to, you know, their their land and their country and, and having to leave that. Um, there, there's all these incredible stories intertwined with this song that spread the world over. It's It's a beautiful thing and for generations, you know. And so it's 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 a real connection for me this story because I did end up marrying an American as well, yeah. like my grandmother did. And so, you know, I've gotten I it's almost like I I've dived in a whole lot deeper to this song over the years because of because of where I've lived and and I understand I understand that story a bit more. Because on a personal level. Yeah, because the same things happen to you. You've you've had to leave your country or you've wanted to leave your country. So you must be able to really relate to the song that you created. Yeah, yeah, in a way that I, I didn't anticipate at the time. But um yeah, it's a nice song. I like it. I I revisited sometimes I don't listen to old stuff, but you know, I like reading the lyrics to this one because it's sort of just it's one of those things, it, it did just drop out of the sky onto the page. You know, my it was my grandmother's story and it was, it was just sort of very succinct and simple to write. It's a beautiful song and we're going to play it in just a second. I wish you all the luck on these gigs. It'll be amazing. Can you see yourselves making your way up to Broome? Obviously, this is where, uh, you know, everyone here holds you guys dear in their heart and takes full responsibility for the fact that you had your careers launched from the Perlers Bar. Any chance? Yes, we did. Any chance you're going to make the run to Broome with uh, the new lineup? Oh, shit, as soon as we can. (laughs) All right, cool. Hey, thanks heaps for joining us. Drive careful out there and um, we'll see you on a stage somewhere nearby. Thanks for the chat, Will. No worries. Take care.